Let's talk about intentional living today and why this is insanely important for moms. So many moms put their hopes and dreams on hold, sometimes indefinitely, because we've been made to believe that you can't balance business and babies. One will inevitably suffer. If you're a working mom, you'll either be great at your career and be a terrible mom, or you'll be a great mom and your career will go down the toilet. The other way around is if you're an entrepreneur like me, you'll either have an amazingly successful business and neglect your kids or dedicate so much time to your family that your business doesn't thrive. But here's the thing. None of that has to be true. You can have everything you desire without sacrificing anything. And today we're talking about how to make that a reality. Welcome to the Smart Productive Mom Podcast, where I give you toe-curling tips and spine-tingling strategies to help you be more productive and present without stressing about housework. My name is Lucretia, and I know what it's like to do laundry with a baby strapped to your chest or use the bathroom while your toddler tells you about their day, even though you've been together all day. I'm spilling all the tea on how to take the overwhelm out of motherhood, so let's dive into all the juicy goodness. Whenever I talk to the super moms in this community, I often hear there's never enough time. And I used to believe that too, until I realized that there's plenty of time. I just wasn't prioritizing it in an effective way. We all have 24 hours in a day, which is a lot of time. That's 1,440 minutes every single day. So how are you spending that time? Let's say you get six hours of sleep a night. So now you have 18 hours left in your day. According to a 2019 study by Statista, we spend an average of 2.5 hours, so two and a half hours per day on social media. And that number has increased consistently every single year since 2012. The New York Post has a report stating the average person spends 35 minutes a day deciding what to eat. The Telegraph reported that women spend about 16 minutes a day deciding what to wear. And the Kettler reported that we spend about seven minutes thinking about exercising before deciding to not exercise. So out of the 18 hours that you're awake, that's almost 3.5 or three and a half hours wasted. And that's not even including the average of four hours spent watching TV every day reported by Statista. So the big takeaway is that you don't need more time. You just need to be more intentional about how you spend the time you already have. And that's what I teach you to do inside of the Time Blocking Blueprint. You'll learn a five-step process that'll help you prioritize your time so you can finally start spending your time the way you actually want to spend it. It also includes four bonus trainings. The first one is the must-have master list. This is where I walk you through which ongoing list to always have. The second bonus is the digital detox. In this bonus, you can stop getting sucked into social media so you can spend that time doing other more important things. Bonus number three is the motivation makeover, and this is where you'll learn some brain hacks to boost your motivation and your productivity. 
And then the fourth bonus is the master your morning routine. And in this bonus, it'll help you stop having chaotic and stressful mornings because that sets the tone for your entire day. So if you want to know more about the time blocking blueprint, click the link in the show notes to check it out. All right, so now that I've hopefully helped you realize that you actually don't need more time, let's talk about what intentional living even means. Honestly, it kind of sounds scary and hard, but I bet in some areas of your life, you're already doing it, but you just call it life. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to break down the definition of intentional living into two parts. The first part of intentional living is living a life that aligns with your core values. An example of a core value could be not having kids before marriage or getting a college degree no matter how long it takes. Core values are beliefs that are important to you. It's your life principles. For instance, the beliefs you have about your spirituality are your core values. They're important to you and you want your actions to align or portray those beliefs. Let's take a spiritual example of someone who's pro-life. They don't believe in abortions because it goes against their core values. Okay, so part one of intentional living is living a life that's aligned with your core values. And I want to emphasize the your core values part because You always want to stay true to yourself and what you believe, no matter how difficult it may be. So let's move on to part two of intentional living, which is being mindful of your actions. So let's go back to the pro-life person example. If you have someone who's 100% against abortion because it goes against their spiritual core values, but they're sitting in the clinic to get an abortion, That's not intentional living. Their actions clearly aren't aligned with their beliefs. So before you take action, ask yourself why. Do not be afraid to question what's normal. So an example from my life is that in my household, we don't eat meat because we question the why. And we learned so much that we completely cut meat from our diet. And honestly, it wasn't hard for me because even as a child, I didn't eat a lot of meat anyways. I would order a foot-long chili cheese coney from Sonic and I would give the hot dog to my dog to eat. So cutting meat out of my diet honestly was pretty easy. I wasn't much of a fan anyways. But you want to make decisions based on your values and your priorities. And just FYI, You can make intentional decisions without knowing your final destination. So quote unquote mistakes help you learn because those mistakes serve a purpose in teaching you a valuable life lesson. And a decision is only a bad decision if you decide it's a bad decision. If you decide that it's not a bad decision, take it as a lesson learned. All right. So intentional living is all about getting clear on your core values and making decisions that align with those values, even if they go against what's considered normal. Now, let's talk about how intentional living can change your whole life. First, intentional living brings so much clarity 
it's much easier to make decisions because you know your values and your priorities. You're always questioning how a decision will affect your life. So that's the first way is by bringing so, so, so much clarity to your life. The second benefit of intentional living is that it helps you live with more purpose. A lot of us are living life on autopilot. We make decisions based on what's easiest or most comfortable at the time. Side note, this is why so many people stay in unhealthy relationships because it's certain they know what's going to happen and they've gotten so comfortable that they don't want to change their life. So going against what's comfortable is part of intentional living. Okay, back on track. So when you live intentionally, you make decisions based on purpose rather than letting decisions happen to you. An example of this would be going to college because that's what your family says you should do right after high school. When honestly, you'd rather just go to a technical school, learn a trade in less than half the time and less than half the money of a college degree. So make the decisions you want to make instead of letting someone else decide your life for you. And this is so hard to do as a parent because we want to steer our kids in the right direction without forcing our values and our beliefs onto them. We want them to make good choices, but that sometimes leads them to making good choices based on our idea of good instead of them living up to their values and purpose. So I'm always super mindful of that when I'm making decisions for my daughter since she's only two years old. I make sure I pay attention to how she's behaving and activities because I don't want to force her to do something she's not enjoying. And an example of this is I had her in like a little tiny tots gymnastic. It's for like um, eight kids that are 18 months through three years old. And every time we went, she was crying because she didn't want to do these super structured activities like at, for a certain amount of time, we were playing at this part of the gym. A certain amount of time, we were playing over here at this part of the gym. And all of the kids, they were just trying to run around and just be kids, basically. And so she was just having all of these meltdowns the whole entire time. She may have enjoyed it for a few minutes here and there, but most of the time, it was crying. So I found another gymnastics place because she likes to do, like, roll over and do gymnastics type stuff, balancing on the sidewalk or the curb or whatever. She likes doing that type of stuff. So I wanted her to be in gymnastics. I felt like that would be good for her and she could get out some of that energy. So I found another gymnastics place that lets the kids have more free play, but they're still doing little flips and jumping on the trampoline. And now she absolutely loves going. She doesn't cry at all. And she has a blast and all the other kids are having a blast. So all of that to say, make the decisions you want to make instead of letting someone else decide your life for you and be mindful of the decisions you're making for your children. So let's move on to benefit number three of intentional living. So I have five benefits altogether. So this is benefit number three, and it is that intentional living helps you be more present, which I know we're all striving to be a present parent and just live in the moment with our kids. So you have clarity on what brings you joy and why 
what you're doing is important. So if you're playing with your kids, you're present in that moment because that's what brings you joy and you're intentional about how you're spending your time so you know that the dishes and the laundry will still get done even if you're taking this time out of your day to play with your kids. Intentional living really opens your eyes to the parts of your life that are most important to you. Okay, and benefit number four of intentional living is that you're able to reach your goals so much faster. When you're in tune with your values and your priorities, it's so easy to set specific and actionable goals. And it's much easier to accomplish your goals because your actions have meaning and purpose behind them and you know exactly why you're doing what you're doing and that's gonna help you get to your goals faster. And then benefit number five of intentional living is that it helps you confidently create healthy boundaries. Learning to say no can be hard, especially when you're a people pleaser, but always saying yes is unhealthy If it's draining your energy, you release the energy you receive. And I'm gonna say that one more time for the people in the back. You release the energy you receive. You guys, kids are so smart. They can feel your energy even when you're trying to fake happiness. They know when you're stressed. They can feel your stress. So be cautious of the energy you allow into your life. When you're able to set healthy boundaries, your relationships will improve because you teach people how to treat you so there's less toxicity and drama because you've decided that you will not accept that negative energy into your life, which also puts that negative energy into your kids' lives. So be very cautious about the people you allow into your life. Okay, so let's dive into how to start living a more intentional life in just three simple steps because your girl is all about keeping this simple around here. So number one is to decide your core values. You don't need to have your life figured out, but you should have an idea of what's important to you. And most of the time, We pretty much have our core values instilled in us from the way we were raised. But if you're not sure about your core values, just think of times when you are proud of yourself and pinpoint which choices you made that made you feel proud. So right now, I am on a decluttering, cleaning, and organizing kick. Like, that is consuming my life right now. I feel like our home is so cluttered and disorganized that it's affecting my mood and my productivity. So creating an organized space is super important to me right now. So that's what I am considering a core value is just getting everything organized in my home so I can really enjoy my space. Okay, so step number two to living more intentionally is to create intentional habits. So once you know what's important to you, start adding small, simple actions into your daily routine. The more you do these actions, they'll become a habit and you'll start becoming more aligned with your values. One thing that I started doing every morning was making my bed. And I used to never make my bed. I would just 
Well, first of all, I get up before my husband. So when I get up, he's always in it. And then later on, I would just never make it. But now I've been making it every single day and it feels weird to not <laughs> make my bed. Like it feels weird when I go into the bedroom and the bed is not made. Right now, as an example, another example, I've been decluttering for 15 minutes every single day. So like I said, I'm super on this decluttering, organizing, cleaning kick right now where I'm just going through the house and trying to get everything back, which it's not terrible. I know people would look at my house and say it's really clean, but for me, I want it to be more organized. I feel like it's taking me too long to find things. And whenever I can't find things, it really raises my anxiety and it just puts me in a bad mood that I don't want to be in. So that's why this is really important to me right now. So I've been decluttering for 15 minutes every single day. I created a playlist on YouTube to help me get motivated and stay motivated. And I will turn on my timer for 15 minutes and just start decluttering. And that has been helping tremendously. So the process I'm taking is that first I'm decluttering, then I'm going to deep clean, then I'll start organizing. And it's kind of just like rinse, repeat. So I'll just keep if an area needs to be decluttered, then I'll declutter that area. But the cleaning and the organizing, it's like a revolving door basically. So every afternoon, I block 15 minutes to declutter a small section of my home. And it may seem like this method will take forever, but taking small, simple actions will help me stay consistent so I don't burn out because that's what I tend to do a lot is I just dive in head first and I'm like, I'm gonna declutter my whole house. And then I start with one little area and it just, I get overwhelmed and nothing happens. And then I don't do anything for months. So this way, if I'm just doing 15 minutes every single day, I won't get overwhelmed and I won't burn out. So yes, it may seem like it takes me longer, but in reality, when I try to do everything at once and I get overwhelmed and don't do anything for months, that actually ends up taking me longer and possibly never getting done. So small, simple actions for the win. And then step number three for living more intentionally is to take responsibility for your choices. So accept that you have the power to change your life. And a way to do this is to become aware of a victim mentality, which is when you blame others or your circumstances for your life situation. Victim mentality often shows up in the form of being defensive. Whenever you feel like you have to defend yourself, then you're giving someone power over how you feel. When someone says something negative and you believe it and feel the need to defend yourself, that's when it's time to notice your victim mentality. And I do this to my husband. I'm so annoying. I do this to my husband all the time. I will say, like, if he's on his phone, I'm like, all you do is spend time on your phone and you can't even pay attention to your family. And he will get so defensive and I'll say, hmm, it must be true if you're feeling the need to defend yourself. <laughs> so I know I'm annoying, but he spends a lot of time on his phone. And you know, if you've listened to my episode, I think it was episode number five about limiting the time on social media, I have these app limits on my phone intentionally. So I don't <laughs> spend all of my time on social media, which I keep telling him to do it. He doesn't want to do it, but 
I keep complaining, so one day we'll see if it changes. But <laughs> if you feel the need to defend yourself, then that is typically a victim mentality. So remember that you can't control everything, but you're also not powerless. So becoming aware of the victim mentality helps you stay in control of your emotions, which will help you stay true to yourself and your values because you won't be acting out of character because someone has pushed your buttons, basically. So life isn't about making decisions because they're easy. It's making decisions that you're proud of. So don't be afraid to go against the norm. And I cannot stress this enough. Don't just do things because it's normal. Like all the time our family will say, because we just eat meals throughout the day. Like we don't do like a breakfast, lunch, dinner. We just eat when we eat. And so whenever we have family over and, you know, we're eating pizza or something for breakfast and they'll be like, why aren't you guys eating breakfast? You need to be eating eggs and bacon and whatever else people eat for breakfast. But like, who said you have to eat these breakfast foods in the morning? Like, who made that rule? I'm, I think McDonald's made it so they can sell more of their breakfast menu, but that's just me. But who makes these rules that you can only eat these certain foods at certain times in the day? And then another norm is working a nine to five. I felt in my soul that there was so much more to my life than just going to work and then dying. Like that's, I don't like requesting time off of work to live my life. Like I, if I want to get up and leave, then I want to get up and leave. I don't want to have to put in requests because I'm scheduled to be at work and all this. Like it was just too much for me. So I, that's why I decided to work for myself so that I could make these rules for my life so I can just get up and we can travel whenever we want. Like today, we traveled two hours away and went to the mall and went to some other places. So we chose to have a life where we could just leave whenever we wanted to and we wouldn't be restricted by these jobs. So don't be afraid to go against the norm. All of that to say don't be afraid to go against the norm, follow your heart, follow your dreams, do what feels right for you. Okay, so those were your three simple steps to start living more intentionally and Living intentionally can truly, truly, truly change your life and be one of the best decisions you've ever made. It does require you to step into uncertainty, which is hard to do, but sometimes taking scary actions end up having the biggest rewards. So if you're ready to start being intentional about how you spend your time, then check out the Time Blocking Blueprint. It'll help you prioritize your day so you're able to fit in the important activities without sacrificing something or someone else to get things done around the house. And then remember, you don't need more time. You just have to be more intentional about how you're spending the time you already have. So stay tuned for next week's episode where we're diving into how you can simplify and save time with meal planning because I know that's such a struggle. So many people want to start meal planning, but it seems so hard. And the way I meal plan is so simple and easy. <laughs> like, So I'm going to tell you all about it next week. Stay tuned for that and I will see you then. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Smart Productive Mom podcast. If you found this information helpful, 
please consider leaving me a review on iTunes so more moms can find this show. And if you want to connect with me in between episodes, make sure you join the Smart Productive Mom Facebook group. I can't wait to talk to you over there. See you on the next episode.